Hey everyone, this is Rob. Hey, I'm Michelle. And welcome to Boon Babe, your weekly podcast and everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. All right, so this week up on the docket, we have, of course, as always, updates from us, what we've been doing, if we've been playing this week, and then we'll go right into uh, the updates. We actually have quite a few things to go over. Um, mm-hmm. Not super dense, though, so a lot of different things, including the poll from last week. There were some updates and feedback for that, yep. so that's pretty cool. And then the combat achievements, surprisingly enough, I was not expecting them to make an update for combat achievements, but they have. And uh, No one was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone was really expecting that, but I think it looks really cool, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then also, of course, we have the actual update for this week. The Halloween update. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. I think Michelle's already done the event. Yes, I have. Um, unfortunately, it is a pretty light week. Like, there's a lot of different stuff to go over, but, like, density-wise, there's actually not a lot in this week. <laughs> but, okay, I've um, been doing stuff on my account. Yeah, so it's cool. But, of course, before we get into any of that, Michelle, how's it going? It's going well. Oh, also, we have a Q&A. But anyway, have, <laughs> I yes. forgot about that. Yes, we have a Q&A. Uh, I've been doing some stuff this week. So I got 85 construction. Nice. Not actively. That was passively, 100%. How do you passively get construction? Tears of Gothics and XP lamps. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now I uh, I want to make sure that that's how I keep getting Tears of Gothics. So I'm kind of working on mining right now. I'm, I'm actually doing some other mining while we record this. But I've not locked the upstairs area, so it's not as AFK as I'd like. That's I mean, cool. honestly, even the upstairs area isn't too AFK. You haven't AFK. unlocked the upstairs area still? I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, sure, whatever, dude. Yeah, because I just, I'm also trying to finish the collection log. I only need two more things, so 200 more uh, of the nugget things. And it costs 100 to unlock upstairs. So I'm like, I could just get 200. I mean, I got the entire outfit down here. Okay. So it's possible. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously it's possible. It's just I mean, slow. It's also possible to get max crafting doing like <laughs> bracelets, but we have a hater. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got eighty six or eight. Sorry, eighty five construction, which was super super nice. Uh, my mining's only like a hundred thousand away from me, eighty six too. So that's cool. I also forgot to say last week. I I'm pretty sure I forgot to say I sold a bunch of my melee stuff and bought a fang. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. I maybe I didn't say last week because it didn't happen yet. I don't know. Regardless, I got a fang and it's really nice. I sold like the dragon hire lance, the abyssal bludgeon. I sold like basically all of my melee things that except you for my whips. Pretty much never use anyways. Uh, I used the lance at chambers, but yeah, the bludgeon I only use at like Sarachnus, and I just got the fang instead. Yeah. Kept my dragon warhammer though. That one's still handy, but uh, I like it so far. Everyone thinks it's busted, obviously, but well, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of is. Yeah, we actually got like somebody commented on our podcast last week saying, uh, like talking about their thoughts about the thing because Robert was like going off on it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was just, I don't know, saying the truth. It's kind of overpowered. That I he mean, thinks it's overpowered. Why else would you sell literally every melee weapon you have in order to afford it if it wasn't true? True. But <laughs> I like this person's idea. They said like a lot about it, but they did say that they think the thing itself shouldn't be nerfed, but should only be on the drop table for expert level raids, which I think is fair. I don't think it should be available at 50. Yeah, I think that was an issue. One of the most available items w- is kind of crazy, just in and of itself. Well, whenever the raid first came out, everyone was like, "Oh, the fang sucks. No one wants a fang." Now everyone wants a fang. Yeah, like literally everyone does. Everyone was just being a hater for some reason, and now everyone wants it. Also, shout out <laughs> to the YouTube comment because they said I'm right. 
Yes. Okay. Whatever. And then also shout out to the other YouTube comment from Mandy, Mandy. saying <laughs> Robert lost all his credibility for trying to do math last yeah. week. I mean, in case anyone doesn't remember, Mandy's the OG. So Mandy is like truly the OG of yeah. the podcast on YouTube. Mandy, I'm so sorry we don't make videos anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we do in spirit. We do in spirit for you. We dream of it for you, Mandy. The only reason I, I still put out the podcast in video form on YouTube is for Mandy. Yeah, Loki. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, I got the thing. Another thing, speaking of like collection logs, I finished the pest control collection log, which is random. Nice. But it's something I've been like kind of whenever I don't know what to do, I'm like, I'm going to make a little bit of a denting game, this mace thing. So now I truly never, ever have to go back to pest control. Wait, Dunzo. so you already got your elite? Yeah, I got everything. Oh, okay. Cool. I got the elite a few weeks ago, and then I was just, I really just wanted to get everything there. Yeah. The last thing I got was the mace. It just took you years. Literally years. I have no shame. It's fine. I still haven't gonna, even used the void. Are you gonna buy the kit for it? The tw um the not twisted kit. The one oh that, shattered relics. Yeah, relics kit. Yeah, if I ever use it, I will. I mean, I'll use it in like top or something. If right? I ever use it, I mean, actually, maybe not. Uh, you use you only really use it at top for learning and stuff like that. I am learning though. I only have like three kills. Well, I mean, and I keep dying to versic. Yeah, you'll probably just use your regular gear. I guess is what I mean. That's true. Yeah, I mean. I'll find somewhere to use it because I definitely would want the Shattered Relic kit. Because I think I, it's so pretty. I think most people, when they like start learning TOB, don't have like a bill in gear. So That's yeah, it's fair. a little bit different. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, I've gone back to Chambers more. Last night, I did like five raids, I think. Nice. So exciting. Um, you got three Twisted Bows. That's crazy. 17. Wow. I didn't even think that was possible. Quadruple back-to-backs for everyone in the raid. Yeah, exactly. It was cool. I actually did two challenge modes. One of them we didn't make time, but the second one we made time, which is pretty sick. That was cool. And then in a regular raid with three of us, I got Dragon Claws. Easy 30 mil Easy split. collection log. Yeah, it was collection log too, and for some reason the C Engineer plugin didn't work, so I thought I already had it. But yeah, it was new. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully that works next time because it's so satisfying when it says collection log slot completed. It's hilarious. <laughs> that reminds me of a, I was watching a Behe video the other day mm -hmm. and they had it so someone or they had it so someone died at TOA in, in Dino's uh, Discord and C Engineer was muted and unmuted just to say dying on my hard Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you guys don't know, there's a RuneLight plugin where the content creator C Engineer will like make announcements whenever stuff happens like dying on my hardcore completed collection log slot completed level up completed etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah it feels good when you get a collection log slot and there's a huge announcement about it yeah it doesn't feel so good when you die <laughs> but that's okay um but like not the next raid after the dragon claws but two raids after somebody else got twisted buckler too there was five of us in that one, so we only got two mil each, but like I've not been doing anything to make money, so I'm going to take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> two mil is better than no mil, Exactly, right? So I was really hype about that. We did not get back-to-backs, but I'm due for a purple in the next one because I've realized we're on a purple sandwich, which means no purple, purple. No purple, purple. A purple sandwich? Are you trying to coin this term? Someone said it last night. It's like a sandwich. And uh, now we're like on the double decker aspect. Okay. We got no purple in the last one, which means we're due for purple now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever you say, dude. It's a thing. Uh, sure. It's 100% a thing. Yeah, definitely not. But yeah, that's cool. It's a thing. Anyway, I also did a solo raid the other day, and that was really hard. 
And I forgot that I'm not 90 herbal or and I didn't have Mudvels or Tecton. So I just had like a bad version of the overload. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> sounds awful. Yeah. It only took me literally half an hour. I was getting messed up. I still don't. I don't know. I've never looked up how to do Solom. I hate watching and like reading tutorials yeah. uh, for like raids and stuff. They just frustrate me. I like learning by doing, which means I'm going to have to do like 100 more solo raids to understand what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of funny that you're like having so much trouble with Ohm because there's like I think two methods where you can do his or run his head without taking any damage. So one issue was also that I forgot to bring a stamina. Uh, I was out of run most of the fight. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. You should go to the raid knowing you're gonna raid. I realized like halfway through the raid, like oh I didn't bring stamina, and I was just like, I'm here. I don't care. I'm just gonna do it. Oh okay. I'm not gonna leave. Uh. Yeah, it was still really fun. I still like it, but I'm happy. I'm raiding again, everyone. She's a raider again, finally. Wow. That was like my thing for so long. I don't know if I announced it either, but a purple chambers chest was the winner of the tattoo. I think I announced it. I, I'm not sure if you did. Uh, well, if I didn't, now it's extra relevant because now I'm finally raiding again. Yeah. I've contacted an artist about that, by the way. She has not responded yet, and I don't think she'd be able to like December, but it will happen. <laughs> I'm Pro giving her... Probably. It will. I told her, I was like, just a chest with somehow a purple light and the rest, you do what you got to do. Did you tell, did you show her a reference? Yeah, I did. Okay. I sent her a reference of the plain chest and the purple light and I was like, just make it look cool. Wait, <laughs> you didn't send it together? I sent them together. I sent one of the chest itself and then one of the chest of the purple light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, the way you said it, you said it like you just sent a chest and then a purple light. No, yeah, no. I word things fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think... That's all I've been up to in game. In real life, we did not end up getting a kitten. We did not. We still... So the thing is, we're going to the Netherlands like at the end of November. So we are going to wait and see. They even like... They're playing Robert. They're playing with his heart. Robert emailed them and was like, I fell in love with one of the kittens. I'm going out of town in a month, though. Is there any way to like place on hold and no, stuff? No, they just said, get, a, get another kitten. Yeah, they basically they were back. like... Uh, no, we have new kittens coming in all the time. And I was like, you just said, I don't care that you're in love. You suck. No. Can you high elf kittens in real life? Don't. Don't say that. Or do you just trade them for death runes? Oh, do you think if you get them death runes, we could get the kitty? Yeah, probably. It's so cute. Uh, we met the fluffiest orange little cat. I've never seen a fluffy orange and cat And we'll like never that. see it again. Stop. Goodbye forever, uh, I hope cat. everyone hates bubbles, so he's still there. No. And we met Bear, the cat that I like as well. She's bigger. But anyway, what have you been up to? Um, a whole ton. You were playing games. Uh, Not I RuneScape, was. but you were playing games. Yeah, so I broke my month and a half dry streak of video games. And I actually played, I think, five games of Overwatch 2. Crazy. Jeez. Crazy. Absolutely unheard of. <laughs> Insane. Some might even call me a gamer. Who knows? But um, yeah, I don't know. That game's really fun. It's not like really fun because it's also frustrating because any team game is frustrating, I mm -hmm. think, to some extent. But um, I don't know. It's a pretty fun game. It's also like fun because like you get to like see all your stats. And so you can like really, um, you know, like rub it in your friend's face when you're better than them. <laughs> so that's like a really big part of it until like eventually someone gets like super salty and actually is like talking about how much better they are than everyone else. And it's I like, hate that. All right, let's calm down. We all suck. That reminds me like sometimes I'd go to raids with people and like some people get like 
weird after a while and they start like i'll get hit by something and they're like oh huh i haven't been hit by one of those in forever and i'm like okay yeah it's a weird thing to just tell somebody after they got hit or died somewhere but okay yeah it's weird <laughs> i think it's also always weird for me because i've been playing like fps games forever since yeah, you like have. the beginning of time that was like my first game i played and um so naturally i'm pretty decent at them just because of the amount of Experience. hours I put in. And so like I like logged in, like I said, playing this game for the first time ever. And I was just like immediately better than like most of the people I play with. <laughs> so it's like always funny because like Do you make sure to tell them how much better you are than them? No, I have to <laughs> I, I like already know this because this has happened for years, just with other people that I play with. Unless like obviously I do play with some good players, but um I like have to just not even think about how well we're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I have to disregard the actual end game of this game, which is winning, and just be like, I'm just going to hang out, and hopefully people won't get mad, and it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> because, That's all you could hope for in video games. Yeah. It's so easy to get frustrated when you're, like, like when you are, like, playing better, and then it's like, why aren't every other person I play with, like, playing better? But um. But you can't be like that because people aren't like that when you'll be the bad one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's just like a that's like a toxic thing. And that's how you lose friends. And I know that exactly. for a fact because we have ghosted people because they do that. Does it act like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's people we don't talk to anymore because of that. Dang. Oh, you know, I forgot to say also, I finished Resident Evil 3. Oh, you did? Yeah. I still need to start Resident Evil 4. I haven't. I was going to start last night, but then I got like really into doing raids. Yeah, and cool. shout out uh, Ninja, you got gifted Outlast as well. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Ninja. Uh, there's a huge Steam sale going on with Scary Games, everyone. Like, some stuff's literally, like, 80% off. Go look. Yeah, don't Go worry. I'm pretty Steam. sure everyone knows. Yeah, I also, I bought a game myself. What did I buy? The Forest. Because that forest? was, like, yeah. super on sale, too. It was only, like, $5, so I'm excited. Nice. So I have so much games I need to play. I think I'll finish Resident Evil and then play the other stuff, though. Yeah. Just because I'm already started it. The bosses were still hard playing Resident Evil 4 or 3, of course, but so much easier than Resident Evil 2 because now I'm getting better at it. I can really tell that it's only because you like lack experience with like first person Mm -hmm. shooters. I'm so not used to it. But can you you could tell, too, that I'm doing way better than I was in the other game. Well, I mean, you didn't die 100 (laughs) times to one boss. so That was the most frustrating. But yeah, besides um, Overwatch, I actually had a really strong inkling to play runescape <gasps> last weekend really i was really close i even i even loaded up rune light but i didn't play what were you gonna do uh, exactly so i just didn't play <laughs> but um yeah i'm getting closer maybe i'll play this game again one day who knows oh wait my biggest news of all sorry i keep how do you not reveal your biggest news of all it's the biggest news to me no, you're not gonna be impressed i finally got blue roses in the animal crossing oh my god I've been playing every day since last July, and I only just unlocked Blue Roses. This is a very big deal to me. Wow. Uh, Just so everyone knows, she could easily buy these. She has mountains of money. You can get it from anyone, but I wanted to earn it myself because they're the hardest rows to get. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Quite prestigious. Um, Moving on on to uh, actual RuneScape. So uh, this one is going to be stuff we talked about last week, which is going to be poll 77 and the future of quality of life. And yeah, we're not going to go over the entire poll again. This is just people's feedback. <laughs> yeah. For anyone that missed it, this poll is where they talk about wanting to do quality of life polls every four to six weeks instead of every four to six months like uh, it used to be. We'll see. 
So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Either way, they did have uh, quite a bit of, or um, obviously people like us had quite a bit of feedback rather. Mm -hmm. And so they had some responses to that, which is pretty cool because it did address some of the stuff that we talked about. Oh, cool. I have not read this yet. I'm excited to hear. Yeah. So this one, I kind of told you about it, but um, this was something I had raised concerns about because it was about players felt that the proposed requirements of 99% for the Lumbridge Elite Diary task actually made no real difference, even in the long term. <laughs> exactly what you said. Like I said, you, it would have to be like literally 10,000 quest points for it to even make any bit of a dent. Mm-hmm. But um, so the response is that they originally were debating between the uh, new requirement being a percentage um, with adding more quests or a flat value that gives us set threshold, which is actually what I suggested. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, we focus too heavily on staying close to the original design. As such, we have decided to change our approach to this and offer a flat quest point value of 290, which is the current max. Okay. Uh, whilst this means you'll still have to complete every quest available currently, as more quests get added in the future, there will be more flexibility around which quests are required. Yeah, I mean, that will legitimately take years before people can stop doing Grandmaster Quest. And uh, they could just update it again later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that so, happens. Yeah, this is pretty much exactly uh, what I suggested. I, I said a little bit lower of a number, but starting mm-hmm. at 290 is fine, too. Yeah, so the fear that um, they... Basically, the fear they had for the 99%, that's why they did it, is because they don't want people to not do Grandmasters and, like, some of the harder quests. Yeah. That's, hence why I said, like, it'll take years for that to even matter. Yeah, but... And they could just change it. The difference currently would have been, like, doing and not doing, It like, was, like, one medium quest. Yeah, like the, I don't know, literally Cook's Assistant or something. Like, it was a very, very low difference. I love how much points the first quest reward, too. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Cook's Assistant gives you more than one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I know, it's like, you do, like, the hardest Grandmaster quest, and it's, like, four points. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, 17 points. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the next one, I was actually really glad they did that because that just didn't make sense to me. But I agree. Uh, the next one was some players were curious as to how essence pouches will be earned at the Guardians of the Rift. For anyone wondering, they are planning on having essence pouches drop from the um, the reward guardian. Mm-hmm. So they say that essence pouches will not be locked behind a level requirement to earn. Keep in mind, essence pouches have individual requirements to use, obviously, uh, through runecrafting. Mm-hmm. And will be offered as a drop from the Rewards Guardian. Uh, The loot table will offer the following in this order. It'll go from small to medium, large, and then giant. If you already have a giant pouch and you were due to have received one as a drop, you will instead earn a relevant number of Abyssal Pearls. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I like this a lot. Yeah, Because I like how they don't do the level requirements because... Like, they don't do that for anything, you know? You get drops all the time that you can't use for months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, like, it could be something to work towards. I like that they have it so you could only get one at a time in a certain order, too, because duplicates would suck. And I really like that they changed it so pearls can come from it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to get pearls. <laughs> yeah. And I already have all these pouches, so hopefully I can get a bunch of pearls. I do like this change, but I'm still not fully on board whether the pouches should even drop from this i'm mostly only apprehensive of things like this because i don't want mini games to be super strong i don't think people will still choose this over the abyss because the abyss is gonna be way faster guardian the rift games take like 15 minutes no yeah i mean it'll yeah it'd be faster if you had the combat levels to go to to the abyssal but 
I mean, if you don't, which I mean, if you're like low combat or an early account, then you would you would just go here. Like I, I just only like don't like the idea of having like pretty much everything related to runecrafting be able to be acquired from one mini game. I think I do like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's fine. That just that'd be the same for me as if like literally every woodcutting thing came from Wintertot, which I mean already a lot of it does. I'm like, does it all? No, the woodcutting wood outfit doesn't. Yeah. But uh, either way, moving on to why does the repair pouch function? Um, why does the repair pouch function at Guardians of the Rift cost Abyssal Pearls after it's unlocked? Can we instead unlock it at a higher cost and then pay nothing? We kind of talked about this a little bit too, because you're going to have to. So they made it so you can pay a certain amount of pearls to be able to repair it there. But every time you repair, you have to keep paying. Yeah, so a little it's bit. 25 pearls to unlock the ability to repair it, and then one pearl per repair. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do say that the reasoning behind the cost of one pearl to repair is to keep it in line with the functionality of NPC contact, which, of course, does cost runes to use. That was kind of your fears that people wouldn't be using NPC contact, so. Yeah, uh, th that way there's still a cost to using the service um, either via runes or pearls. This offering is meant to be an alternative for those unable to use NPC contact rather than a means to replace it. Yeah. Which, I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I it's guess It's a good fine. reasoning for it. I, I, actually, I still actually think it should be more expensive. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because... I mean, people I are saving to... up all their stuff to get outfits and things. They yeah. They don't want to spend it on that. I would have to see how much or how many pearls on average you get per game. Like, you know, rewards base per game. Some games I don't get any. No, I know. I mean, obviously, but uh, like what the average would be, because obviously when you get them, it's not one at a time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how that is, because also you get less points as a lower level player. So I think it'd be harder to balance around that. But we'll see. Another thing, too, to consider is that the pouches basically degrade like every round. The uh, larger pouches. The larger ones. Yeah. 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 So you're going to be using pearls. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the next question, which I thought was kind of random, but also, I mean, is a problem, is uh, they said, since they're talking about fairy rings, could we look into fixing the click boxes for them? Um, so, and they say that we appreciate the feedback that was raised. It's uh, been raised for quite some time. We currently do not have an active solution to resolve this. However, there is interest within the team to explore a fix. So for anyone wondering about what they're talking about it's that you can only actually click on fairy rings if you click the very middle of them oh really yeah so i guess i just automatically do that yeah so i mean the fairy rings are like they're pretty um, big they're like nine tiles big technically but you can only click the middle tile oh i never realized how yeah. funny that yeah, makes no sense kind of weird <laughs> um as far as why is the stale baguette being made easier to get it's been an item for flexing and is iconic because of this which was my cons uh, consideration um and they do say that the stale baguette and access and its accessibility was a question that we saw quite frequently it's why as a team we decided to put it to a poll as if it's or as if it's something the players want then the poll would confirm that and we'll still make the changes accordingly there are a couple of points we want to address around the stale baguette <laughs> It appears a mistake was made when we investigated the code used by the sandwich lady for how she gifts certain items. After further investigation, it's been revealed that it wouldn't be the one out of eight originally proposed rate that was inaccurate. It actually would be changed to a one out of 64 rate. 
Well, that's what I thought anyway, because she has to even say you could choose the sale like that. Yeah, of course. So, it, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it didn't line up, so they did say that was inaccurate. Uh, with that being said, we'd also like to change the mystery box drop rate in question six from one out of 32 to one out of 64, uh, which would put it in line with the sandwich ladies drop rate. So oh, overall, fair. it would still be more common, but less common than originally proposed. Mm-hmm. Um, this way, the baguette would be, um, yeah, So you, but you'd still have two ways of receiving it. I think this is a better compromise. I would be more happy with this if it passed. Um, again, I still think it might, maybe should be a little bit rarer than this, just because it was literally only a flex item. That's the only reason it's it's interesting at all. But um, th- that being said, this is better. And finally, the drop rate of the Jar of Darkness is fine, and I don't see why it needs to be changed. Okay, I have strong <laughs> feelings about this. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why it needs to be changed, bruh. Nobody even has 25 Scatizo kills to meet the drop rate. You mean 2,500? 2,500, yes. What did yeah. I say? 25. Oh, yeah. Nobody even has 2,500 kills. <laughs> Number like... one ranked Scatizo does not have enough to have the Jar of Darkness. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Uh, so they say that we regret not expanding on why the Jar of Darkness, because obviously we know uh, why the drop rate is so high. It's obviously it was a typo, right? It was a typo. It's a bug, technically. Uh, it's not implemented the way it should be. Um, but they did not explain that in the notes. I think it's kind of just known. So they did not expand on why it is so heavily gated. Uh, the grind is part of old school for anyone who plays, and we imagine those of you reading this right now are fully comfortable with that fact. There's items in game that have drop rates higher than the Jar of Darkness, but we feel it is the biggest issue when it comes to this item specifically. When combining that with the upfront time that is needed to be spent uh, fighting against Scatizo in order to have a chance of getting the item, it adds up to an insane amount of time that can potentially equal to maxing an account multiple times. Uh, This is why we'd like to alternate the Jar of Darkness or alter the Jar of Darkness drop rate. It will still take some time and you'll still have to put the work into receiving one, but this change would make receiving the jar more realistic, which is something we've uh, we've seen players raise time and time again. Yeah, it's not like 1 out of 250 is still common. Like It's like three times the drop rate of the pet there. Yeah, and that would still, I mean, let's pretend for argument's sake that it did take like an hour to get a totem, like a full totem, which I don't think is like a crazy... I think that's kind of crazy. Wait, no, I mean, I don't think that that estimation is crazy. To get all three pieces in an hour? Yeah. That's very rare. If you're bursting? Yeah, it's still really rare. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's like a 1 out of 128 drop, so you'd have to kill like nearly 400 mobs in an hour. I mean, I don't know. And I mean, be within drop rate. I don't I don't think that sounds too crazy if you're killing like dust devils or something like that. Okay. But um yeah, I don't know. Either it's way. Actually, it, some of them are one out two fifty six as well. I think it depends on the monster. Yeah, it does depend. Like slimes will uh, have a lower chance. So you'd have to kill eight hundred an hour. Yeah, I don't know. But uh either way, it's um it would take a long time. It would take at least, you know, two to three hundred hours just to um hit the drop rate. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't see that being like a little bit of a grind. Like I think the people saying this still would never hit the drop rate. Yeah. Or it would take them years to hit the drop rate. It's just probably people who got lucky and got it early and were like, well, it's fine. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> you got lucky. Yeah, maybe. Um, that is pretty much going to be it, though, for the feedback stuff. Um, again, if you want to check out the poll uh, for all of this quality of life stuff, they 
did mention a lot of their overarching uh, methodology for coming up quality of life stuff. Like I said, hopefully every six to eight weeks. We'll see. They should have around 15 to 25 changes, both pulled and unpulled. And this is the continuation of that. So we can move on to the new thing, which is going to be the Combat Achievement Expansion. I have no idea what this is going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to hear. All right. So like we said, we did not really expect this to come around. But obviously, the Combat Achievements is relatively new in OSRS. A year. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know what they are, um, these combat achievements are essentially combat, di- or they're essentially diaries, but for specifically combat-related things. And the rewards for them were never really that interesting. You kind of just got it for clout. The Slayer Helms are cool, but that's yeah. only for the elite master again, and grandmaster. <laughs> but again, that that is just clout. There's yeah, like literally no true. no aspect to that that makes them better. But um, either way, so they're kind of cool, kind of interesting. They go from easy all the way up to, you know, Grandmaster, like we said. And they get very, very difficult, including stuff at the most difficult content in the game, including the Inferno. And um, so they say that since they released about a year ago, uh, we've added loads of new content to the game with this ever... Wait, let's calm down. Loads of new content. Let's calm down. Well, next... The new raid. That's all. Just those two alone. That's going to be like tons of new stuff added to combat achievements. I bet. I mean, they already added all the next stuff. But yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, with this ever increasing task list, we want to ensure that you're all also getting plenty of new rewards. One of the biggest hey. complaints about combat achievements is that they're not rewarding. Yeah, I think that. I think we said that the very first week. The very first week we did. Yeah. Even when they're like ideal, like coming up with this ideation or whatever, it didn't seem that rewarding. But um. Especially considering the amount of time it takes to complete the higher tiers. When we look at the data, we can see that even players with the combat skill to beat the tiers are rarely doing so because there's no incentive. There's no incentive. It's also like super challenging. <laughs> yeah, and they say this um, that this this tells us that we need greater incentives to get those achieves. Okay, let's calm down. <laughs> uh, we've also talked about a potential long-term solution on live stream before, but here's the lowdown for those of you who missed it. We want to explore a point-based system for combat achievements similar to the mechanics used to unlock league rewards. We'd give every combat achievement its own value with harder tasks awarding more points. This would let you pick and choose which tasks to try while still reaping awesome benefits. Some of you might choose to complete all the easy tasks while more experienced players could complete one hard, two medium tasks and get the same reward. That's interesting. I feel like that's something that makes sense. Similar to how they were talking about changing the quest cape earlier, because this is a list that's going to keep going on forever. Like the first people to finish the combat achievements, they did not have to try as hard as the latest people to do the combat achievements. Uh, yeah. I it's mean, ever if, changing. If they, well, the thing is, if they do that, because obviously the diaries haven't changed in a very long time. I'm surprised they haven't had more diary stuff. Exactly. So I'm like, they could just not do that. So it really depends. But they have been adding it, and they kind of say in here they're going to keep adding stuff to it. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they, they did add next, which, I mean, I think anyone that already had, you know, like Master and Grandmaster already had those pretty much. But, um, yeah, I don't think it mattered too much. Either way, if they do add more content, that could be annoying if they continue to upgrade it. But they did say that this system would obviously remedy that pretty much immediately. Okay, that's interesting. But I do think, I don't know, I'm still conflicted. I kind of think that's lame, but also not at the same time like it's cool that you get to pick but also it's like 
I feel like you should like it's an achievement type of thing where it's like if you have Grandmaster, then it's like everyone knows what that means. Like if you have Grandmaster after this update, then it's like, all right, what are you actually good at? I mean, presumably to get the Grandmaster, you have to do tons of Grandmaster to get enough points. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> what if you're just able to skip all the Inferno stuff? And then I you don't just... think that that'll even be possible. I know, but like, what if, or like, what if you can skip all the TOB stuff? And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, is this guy actually good at like, like, it doesn't basically a noob. It doesn't carry the same weight as like, if you see someone with a Grandmaster helmet now, you're like, all right, this dude's an animal because you know what they've done. Maybe they should just do it like the Achievement Diaries and just stop adding. Well, no. I actually wish that they'd keep adding to the Achievement Diaries. Yeah, maybe. I wish, yeah, maybe they should. Because it's weird to, like, completely stop doing stuff like that. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe they should add another, like, not Achievement Diary, but maybe, like, just an overarching, like, thing that'll continue into the future instead of, like, all these different diaries that are the same thing but different. And then they could, like, use their new reward methodology there instead of like mm-hmm. trying to do it retroactively but i don't know i have no idea yeah i have no idea either i haven't really thought about it uh but they do say that we believe that this is a more player-friendly approach and it's something we've been asked or you've been asking for us to investigate for some time so let us know if you'd be interested in continuing our exploration in the meantime let's talk rewards so yeah i mean overall it does seem like a pretty pretty player-friendly system I i'll guess. be interested in hearing what people say next week about it <laughs> yeah Before we take a look at the new rewards on offer, we'd like to make a couple of tweaks to the current selection to make them a little bit more more motivating. First up, we have the Like a Boss bonus. So Mm -hmm. uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Like a Boss is something that you can unlock for Slayer, which allows you to get bosses assigned to you. Mm -hmm. And there's currently a reward that increases the amount of boss kills for assignment per level up to Grandmaster. Uh, so they plan on buffing the amount of kill count, the kill count that you can get assigned. Um, I think you select the amount of kills you get assigned. You do. Yeah. So um, yeah, currently it is up to forty, which is a three in a three kill improvement, all the way up to Grandmaster, which would be up to sixty five, which is a fifteen increase in kills. So. If you really like getting assigned Zolra or something like that specifically, then I mean, this tell them be, that you really like this idea. <laughs> yeah, then this could be cool for you. And uh, also, speaking of kill counts, we want to reduce the requirements for the God Wars Dungeon KC entry. <laughs> this is kind of like a meme because, like, before it was so pathetic. <laughs> yeah, before, if you're like Grandmaster, you had to kill, I think, 10 less. So you had to kill 30 instead of 40. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now they're making it so that. Um, it would only be 15 for Grandmaster, which so is much, much, much better. It's Honestly, a f- it should be 10 if you're doing Grandmaster, but yeah. it's better. <laughs> it's a 15 kill improvement for what I think is a total of 25 less kills required to enter any of the God Wars dungeons. It's kind of crazy how you still only had 10 off after finishing Grandmaster. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kind of insane. Um, but, and those all scale, of course, but 15 is the best. Yeah, they all scale up to Grandmaster. But um, actually, the God Wars entry one starts at hard and goes up to Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. And now for the main event. So the new rewards. This is actually what this entire blog was about, is they plan on adding new rewards to the combat achievements to make them hey. more appetizing. And under the new proposal, every tier from easy all the way up to Grandmaster will get a little bit of love allowing you to earn epic new rewards on top of those already offered. 
So there's a big list of the rewards that are already offered. If you forgot about them, I'm just going to be going over the new ones. Mm -hmm. And they're actually really cool. Yay, I'm excited. So for the easy tier, they're making it so that you get 100% more warrior tokens from the Warriors Guild, oh. potentially cutting your grind in half. Um, you're also going to be gaining an additional point per successful game of pest control, which is kind Robert. of a big deal because you only get five if you're doing an elite, right? Isn't it five? Yeah. Yeah. So I you know. just green logged this the other day and now they're giving you more points. Okay, let's calm down. Just because they changed something to make it easier 100 years after, it's not my fault. It's just kind of funny that I didn't know this was going to happen, and now I'm like, oh, I should have just procrastinated more. <laughs> I mean, it's already taken you years to do that. I one. mean, this also probably isn't going to get added for a while, realistically. Yeah, realistically, <laughs> this will probably get added next millennia. But um, either way, so yeah, it should make... I a, like that. That's a 15% increase or a 20% increase, so that is kind of a big deal. And it doesn't stop there. These do not stack, though, before we get into it. But the medium mm -hmm. tier rewards are going to make it so that you get 200% more warrior tokens and two additional points per pest control game. Mm. So that's uh, kind of a big deal. That's 40% for an elite boat. It's um, funny how little points pest control gives you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's still a big deal. It's almost 50% more. And if that wasn't enough... For the hard tier rewards, you are going to be getting three additional points per game of pest control, which is more than half. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we have, I think, probably one of the best rewards that you can get before hard tier for for certain mm -hmm. is this one where if you have Gommel's Hilt equipped, which does go into your main hand uh, weapon slot, It'll actually make it so that you no longer are affected by the prayer drain effects at Barrows. Does that mean you could just like hit, see that the timer's going down, put on the hilt, not get affected? Yeah. Ooh, because, that's huge. Yeah, because obviously um, if you've never been to Barrows, there is a little bit of a timer if you use Runelight. Every, I think, 14 seconds, uh, you get drained of prayer. It is so annoying. And it scales to your prayer level. So there is no way to reduce this effect besides, I think, one of the spirit shields. I didn't um, even know that there was any. That's funny. Yeah. So this is obviously the this is the main factor. If you could just use your prayer the entire time in Barrows, it would be a cakewalk for mm -hmm. anyone with overheads. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So that makes it really, really cool. Medium's the only one I finished. <laughs> yeah. Easy I mean, medium. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool, especially if you plan on doing a grind at Barrows. And so moving back to the hard tier rewards, there is an additional one. So they've made it that the imbuing items at either the Nightmare Zone or Soul Wars is 50% cheaper. This actually does make me more motivated to finish my hard sooner. So yeah. then whenever, if ever I do get the Abyssal Head, it'll be so much cheaper. Yeah. I never go to Nightmare Zone anymore. So every time I've got a new Slayer Helm, I'd have to spend my entire day in Nightmare Zone to imbue it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's like I spent half my day. Fifty percent cheaper is a big deal. That essentially That's is making dope. it so you went from potentially getting like one million hour points to theoretically getting one point five million an hour points. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you can get more. That's just an example. The elite tier rewards. This is pretty cool because they make it so that you can use NPC contact two cycles faster. Oh, cool! So nearly nearly two whole seconds increase on that. And then Which will add up, I'm um, sure. Yeah, definitely, because it gets much crazier later on. <laughs> um, also, they made it so that superiors have a 1 out of 150 chance to spawn, which is a 25% increase. Yeah, it's usually 1 out of 200. Yeah. That's that's really good. Pretty neat, pretty, pretty neat dude. 
Uh, Expeditious bracelets and slaughter bracelets. Now, this is actually really cool in my opinion. Okay. So both of the Slayer bracelets now have a 10% chance to fully recharge instead of breaking. Pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely enticing. And for Master Tier, now we start getting kind of ridiculous, which is great because... Like I said, there's used to be no reason to do any of these, pretty much, except for the clout. See, there's still going to be elite people saying, like, oh, this is still too easy, Scape. Meanwhile, I can't even finish the hard diaries. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, without a doubt, there's always these people. People do that no matter what. I mean, people this thought one, that the, the dark jar or whatever was yeah. a perfect drop rate. But now this is actually making it so we're getting into buffs that will actually make you do more damage. Ooh. So this one makes it so that your summoned thrall now lasts 50% longer awesome. for master tier. Which like will, a minute to a minute and a half, maybe. Yeah, so that's a pretty big deal at max. It already lasts for a really long time. It's based on your prayer level, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. And so this just makes that quite a bit longer, which means you have to cast it less, which is gonna save you money and increase your damage because you're not gonna be spending the tick cycles summoning them. I love it. Um, on top of that, this one is actually really cool. Uh, you'll receive a new blessing that, when worn, gives charged items such as the Scythe of Viter, Trident of the Seas, and other things like Same that, a 5% chance to not consume charges. Huge. I want that. That is a big deal. 5% over, I don't know, like 100,000 blood runes is a, a lot of blood runes saved. Also, whenever I was doing Chambers last night, I was uh, on Running Head. And I lost the rest of my charges on Sanguinesti. And I had to go and switch and do melee. Nice. It was good. unfortunate. Um, the next one is the Avernic Defender. Now can be combined with Gommel's Hilt, which is the reward oh. that you used to be able to get before. The thing that you can equip <gasps> at Barrows. Um, and it also gives you really cool new looking cosmetic upgrades. Hey, so we have a new defender basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, they do not show what the cosmetic looks like, but they do say it looks swanky. I'm excited to see. And the final thing is NPC contact now gets reduced by four cycles. Ooh, double the last one. Yeah, and it gets even crazier somehow. Okay. But that's all the ones for Master Tier. I think that is pretty rewarding. In Master Tier, you also get the Versic Slayer Helm. Yes, you And do. Elite, you get the Jad Slayer Helm. Should have said those. Yes, of course. Of course, you still get all the old rewards if you were wondering. I'm just saying, those are the reasons I wanted originally. Now I want them even more. Yeah, now there's actually <laughs> some additional, you know, real yeah. reasons. I just wanted this. Slayer Helm. Now I want everything. Yeah, for Master Tier and Grandmaster Tier, you, you get double clout enabled because you do get the gommel's hilt for master tier and also gommel's hilt six can be upgraded for your defender on grandmaster tier making it look even cooler wait there's another another defender yeah oh so now not only can you flex your um your zuck your, helm yeah your inferno helm but you can also flex your infernal gommel's hilt avernic defender so sick so that is really cool and on top of that, there's two other things for Grandmaster that they're adding, making it so that your summoned thralls now last 100% longer. So now they'll be alive Multiple for minutes. several minutes, which is pretty crazy. And the final thing is NPC contact will now be reduced by a total of seven cycles. Hey. Which I think makes it just like one or two ticks in order to actually use NPC contact. I like it. 
this That's is really cool. this makes way more sense before anyone talks about how this is like making it way too easy. I still don't think I'll ever be able to do Grandmaster, but now I want to try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I think this is this skill needed to finish Grandmaster is insane. <laughs> yeah, I still think this is really cool. I'm on the I'm still gonna go on record saying that this is still not enough because yeah the effort required is insane they still need to like give you a tebow for free at this point yeah I don't know about <laughs> that. that's kind of crazy but um, everyone already has a tebow who gets it let's be real i feel like yeah they still i still would like to see more stuff at grandmaster and that's coming from someone that is likely never going to get master or grandmaster yeah just to put it into reference the other week we were excited because the first ever hardcore iron man got the zuck helmet a year later yeah, it <laughs> took them an entire year, and it doesn't seem like too many other hardcore Iron Men are even close. No, nah, I'm have sure do, so many people have lost status. You have to do a lot of really dangerous things, including some crazy stuff in Theater of Blood in order to get your <laughs> yep. helmet. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, Theater of Blood is not a safe death. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so um, it would be cool to see even more stuff. But that being said, this stuff is really, really cool for Grandmaster I and like Master. I like it a lot. And I also am really interested to see what the new Vernick Defenders look like. Yeah, but they look so cool. Yeah. But um, that's going to be it for all these new rewards. They are going to be pulling it in early November. So if you want to get in your feedback, try to get it in now. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. And then lastly, they plan to share the details of the Tomb of a Mask at Combat Achievements soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh... I wonder if there's any hard ones. I'm so close to finishing hard, and now if there's tombs of mascots, I've not been going to tombs. I'm like really over tombs. I don't think they will. I think it's an elite. Yeah. But finally, moving on to the Halloween update. Halloween. Halloween. Actually, before the Halloween update, there's been a little bit of feedback, and they have some responses with random issues. The payment interface for using the bank at the Arania Altar, aka ZMI, will show that players as having zero of whichever runes in the fourth spot of a divine rune patch if said rune has a trover parchment on it. So they said that this will be resolved via a cold fix with next week's game update. In the meantime, the bug is purely visual and the four slot does work for payment. So just pretend that it's still there. It's okay. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Some players report that their divine rune pouch only holds three types of runes after using a trover parchment on it. Apparently, like, this is a different issue, but very similar. They said they deployed a hotfix that would fix this issue. Make sure to let us know if you run into any other problems with using the Divine Rune Pouch. And we saw a handful of reports that some runes weren't being consumed while spellcasting. They've deployed a hotfix to fix this issue. I did not notice. I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah, why would you report that? I'm not just saving your runes. Yeah, right? No, because then they'd be like, you guys are abusing a bug. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm moving on to it. The spookiest time of year is fast approaching. Read on for a sweet taste of the tricks and treats in store for this Halloween. And note, side note, the Tombs of a Mascot Drop Rates blog is being worked on and is scheduled to be released later this week as its own dedicated blog rather than a section of this Game Update News post. If you remember, last week it was supposed to be released on Friday, and then it wasn't. Yeah, it was crazy. It came out like five days ago, right? Mm -hmm. Nice. Halloween 2022. On this haunted holiday, Varok is full to the brim with costumed horrors. Children's dressed as ghosts, civilians masquerading as beloved Shakespearean characters, stinking beasts covered head to toe in fur, demanding your very bones. Oh wait, that last one's just a stray dog. Oops. But costumes aren't the only unusual sighting in this Halloween. 
We've had reports of sweets popping up out of trees, rocks, and fishing spots all over the world. Even NPCs are joining in the fun, as the Halloween spirit sweeps Skillinor. Strange things are afoot. You best head to Varrock West Bank to see what's what. Uh, Varrock is decorated and it looks so good. So good. There's like quite a few decorated areas actually, but Varrock's my favorite. Even the fountain has like purple water. (laughs) It's super cute. This year's event's a little different from the previous ones, but rest assured that you're all invited and there are absolutely no prerequisites, so everyone can join in in the spooky fun. While most of the action can be found in and around Varrock, a handful of particularly generous NPCs can be found getting into the spirit of things further afield, so keep an eye out. The only things you need to bring along are your best scary face and a handful of tricks to snag yourself some wicked cosmetic treats. I'm surprised this isn't happening in Alcarid again. <laughs> Was that for the Halloween last year? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went and did this. It was so cute. A little bit of spoilers on the reward. Uh, the reward is a full witch's outfit. And I think it's the hat gives you a witch's nose. So you have like a long nose. Oh, Super a cute. Big beak. Yeah. And then they also give you a head that looks like Frankenstein's head. That's no costume cool. to go with that, but it is funny. Everyone's just walking around with the witches, and I was for a little bit wearing the witch's outfit with my Frankenstein's head. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's cute. It has, like, the little bolts and stuff. But uh, the event itself is very, very different from past events. Like, there's no linear thing to do. They say, like, you're supposed to just go and collect candy, and you drop candy in the cauldron, and that's how you get rewards. Uh, like they said, that there's a handful of people who are extra generous with it. So you go to like Remington, Falador, a couple other places, which also, um, Drainer Village, the way it's decorated, you know how they have like the wheat field off to the side? Yeah. They put up like spooky looking scarecrows in the wheat field and stuff. It looks so cute. That's cool. They just, it looks like they just like all the little NPCs decorated for Halloween. It's adorable. I love it. Yeah, they should. As they should. Four days before Halloween. Five days. (laughs) When they were saying, like, it's the spookiest time of year, I'm like, it is the last week of the month. Dude, we're (laughs) Robert and I are already, like, on that Christmas life, bro. We're at Target, like, smelling candles and stuff. It's because Christmas is the best time of year. I've decided Christmas is my favorite because I like the cozy vibes. But I still love Halloween. (laughs) Halloween's cool, but at least down here in SoCal, it's just too hot. (laughs) It's just too hot, right? For everyone It doesn't get cold here until, like, January. Like, the day of Christmas is the first cold day. Yeah, for anyone wondering, for in Southern California, it actually is the hottest time of year around Halloween. Yeah, October's like the worst in San Diego. Yeah, like I think two weeks ago, it was 95 degrees. Last week recording the podcast, it was 90 because we had to take a break mid-recording for me to go like change into a sports bra, I'm pretty sure, because I was sweating so bad. Yeah, so yeah, if... if we, we like the feeling of it when it's cold more, so, mm-hmm. yeah. We like the feeling of it colder all year long, so really, really, fingers crossed, we can move somewhere colder next year. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah, I love the events that they do. Really wish that they'd introduce them earlier than just the week of. Yeah. At least <laughs> I've thought that before. Yeah. Honestly, like, I started putting out some Christmas decorations, like, September, so I'm like, at least October 1st or something. Also, I feel like they're kind of, like, more or less wasting the artist's time by just not having the stuff done for the entire month. I think that they're thinking as it's more special to only have it for a little bit. But yeah, I think of it the same way where I'm like, what a waste that it looks so cute, but only for a little bit. Yeah. So like it kind of reminds me of whenever they added snow to the 117 Mm -hmm. update. 
I thought it looked really cool. It was so pretty. And I think I had that enabled in, like all. Like, I had that for like two months yeah, before all, I decided to turn it off. Like all winter. <laughs> it into, was so cool. Until like next year. I really liked that. I'm going to turn that again again on uh, winter, I think. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I turned it on the other day. I forgot about it. And I was like, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's sick. But uh, yeah, anyway, the uh, thing itself is really cool. You just go to guards or women or men all around, right click them, click trick or treat, and they will give you treats. Or they will give you a trick and they'll like turn you into a bat or turn you into a rat and you just like wander around for a little bit. And then you kill them. No, you, you can't on accident. Accident. Uh, accident. That's the real trick. So what I didn't realize trying to collect these because in total you have to collect like hundreds of them is uh, that you could talk to three and then start going back to the same ones again. I thought you had to keep going to different ones. And I was like, this is just not sustainable. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. But I was doing it with somebody from the stream and they told me like after three, they forget that you went to them because they have, they've been hit so many times by players. They have really short term memory. It's actually pretty tragic. That's good. After three, they're like, hello. Oh, it's Halloween. Who are you? <laughs> it's sad. <Okay>. But <laughs> it's like, it's so different from any other one. I really like it. I thought it was pretty cool. That's cool. And I like seeing um, all the costumes on like the little kids and stuff. And I was dressed as Scream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I was just thinking it'd be really cool. They'll never do this, I don't think, because I don't see them doing this. <laughs> but um, I think it'd be cool if like throughout the month, the world became more and more like Halloween or event themed. And then the oh, like it slowly decorates. Yeah. And then That's the cute. event would start like. Like, you'd see some pumpkins around during one update. The next update, there's, like, a little bit more spooky things. Like, maybe, like, random ghosts are, like, walking around and or something. the week of, you like, bam, everything else. Yeah, exactly. You know what they do? They pull a Disneyland on us where they have everyone working overtime the night before. And they're like, it is Halloween now. Everything is Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because, I mean, this is, like, I think it's cool to get into, like, the spirit of events. And then they're totally. just like, this event is for six days. Yeah. And then I love like, the goodbye. event, but I wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Yeah. But also another thing that I should add is that you have to be wearing a spooky costume when you're doing the trick-or-treating. And they automatically let you unlock every past costume from like events in the past. And you can just get them from these kids here and dress up. I dressed up myself because whenever it's events, I like to dress up anyway. Yeah. So I was already good to go. But if you did not go dressed up, you can get a costume. That's I cool. kind of like that they were making everyone just up. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Anyway, moving on to the Fresh Start Worlds. Last week, we saw the release of Fresh Start Worlds where thousands of players set foot in Gilnar for the first time. Again. Miss the news, catch up with the Fresh Start World blog, which we went over before. To celebrate, we've also been uploading some nostalgia-focused content to our YouTube channel. And last but not least, if you're looking for the perfect soundtrack for your new adventure, have a listen to the second volume of our Lo-Fi OSRS mixtape produced by OSRS Beats with visuals by Hootie Tootie. It's got more bangers than a bonfire night. Get it? Because they call bangers hot dogs bangers in the UK. I did not get it. Oh, my God. I know. It took me a while to, to think about it. Oh, you silly British, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Lo-Fi looks... is usually pretty good. Yeah, the Lo-Fi is really good. The and visuals are cute. It, it looks really good. It sounds really good and for anyone that hasn't like been keeping up with fresh start worlds um i think rank one is around 1300 total and that i believe is still solo mission which has an entire like like runescape sponsored series wow uh, about, they have like, to be frank one then <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> <At> that point <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what solo mission does anyways and so 
they are at least today i watched their most recent episode and they've already been able to do tomb of a mascot wow you yeah. know i think i saw on twitter the other day that alfie got the first song of the elves completion alfie did yeah yeah and like not even that high of stats it was kind of crazy yeah that combat level was low and i was like oh my god how it, did you do that it took him i think like five or six tries on Saren in order to actually it's down like her. less than me on my main. Yeah. And then <laughs> Solo Mission is doing uh, 150 uh, TOA raids. Dude, that's so cool how fast people can do stuff. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I'd still be like in Lummi just fishing. The the entire like uh, economy is so like crazy. Like you can sell like steel bars for like 1,400 gold, wow. which is like a thousand more than what they're actually worth in regular runescape. Yeah, so. if you're advanced, you can be making so much money there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually insane. But um, yeah, looks pretty cool so far. I haven't been playing it at all, obviously, but it does look cool. Cool. All right, and next, moving on to the quest speedrunning and poison dynamite betas. In beta news, we've got a few bits of content we'd like to take for a test run. What's coarse, rough, irritating gets everywhere, including quest speedrunning worlds? Sand. Sand. Yeah, if you go sand, you're correct. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did you actually know? Yeah. Did you read this earlier? No. Oh, good guess. It's not a guess. You don't. You just don't get the reference. Oh, what's the reference? Shout out to everyone that gets the reference. What's it from? Well, we'll never is know. Is that a meme somewhere? It is. Oh. I was like, I thought you were just really good jokes. It's really bad jokes, turns out. Prince Ali Rescue and Beneath Curse Sands have been added to the quest speedrunning world as open betas. Your times won't be saved and won't count towards rewards, but your participation will be immensely valuable. Plus, you'll get a golden opportunity to formulate your speedrunning stats before the quest launch for real in two weeks' time. Strats. Strats. Sorry, stats. <laughs> is what I said. Also, I don't know if I mentioned last week, I tried out quest speedrunning and I got platinum and cook's assistant. Nice. Yeah, I didn't do any other ones, but I felt good. It took me two attempts. It's kind of sad because there's like some like meme pictures going around recently of people like sorting worlds by the lowest number of players in them, and it's all the speedrunning worlds with like zero players. You know in what? All of them. I'll just say it. I thought it was pretty fun. I'll probably do it again in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it looks funny because like it seems like it'd be cool while you're doing it, but also. It's like not very long lived, so it's kind of like dead on arrival content. <laughs> I still think it's cool though. But yeah, it is. It is sad to look at the worlds, and it's like literally zero in all of the speedrunning worlds, except for like one or two people. Yeah, I definitely went to a world where other people were. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to this. But maybe sand isn't your thing. Perhaps you prefer something a little more explosive. That's right. We've made some changes to poison dynamite based on your feedback from the current beta worlds. Players finding it difficult to consistently utilize Poison Dynamite as a one-by-one -one explosion. There are two solutions to this problem, so we'd like you to try them both and figure out which one you prefer. First one is for placed Poison Dynamite to explode in a 3x3 area rather than 1x1. One one. That would make it easier to get that poison ticking on larger NPCs since it's proving difficult to land the 1x1 one one explosion on their true tile. The second option is to enable players to use Poison Dynamite directly on NPCs like a sticky bomb. In the beta worlds, both options will be functional, although we would like to pick one from the other, so do send us any feedback you have. They've also made a handful of other tweaks to the poison dynamite, so poison damage increased to 6 in line with poison plus plus weaponry, new chance to hit calculations based on the player's loadout, rolls the player's chosen combat style against appropriate NPC's defense, no longer poisons NPCs if the initial explosion deals zero damage, no longer hits multiple NPCs in multi-way combat areas, no longer works inside fight caves. <laughs> that one's funny. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, I don't really. I, I could see. I guess I. Um, I'm glad they gave an option because I can see advantages for both different kinds. 
Yeah, I don't know what people will prefer. Like, because I'm never going to use this, but I like the idea of a sticky bomb. Yeah, a sticky bomb sounds like <laughs> definitely the easiest, obviously, but if you the ever... The other one just seems like it's just like chance if it lands on it, but I don't know how it works. If, well, I mean, if you ever like want to set up traps or anything, then that'd be kind of cool. Not necessarily traps, but like if you want to preemptively set up bombs and then walk the enemies into it, that's cool. It kind of reminds me of in Resident Evil 3, I had a like mine bomb things grenades that i could just like place and you'd have to walk onto them well, but it cool. was kind of tricky because sometimes he wouldn't and they wouldn't go off yeah <laughs> moving on to the winter game jam 2022 the game jam some of you might remember april gilnor gazette where we shared some of the projects from our first ever game jam the team really enjoyed working on so many different ideas and seeing what you all thought about them perhaps you'll hear more in the near future about some of the things we pitched back in april I thought those dogs were going to be introduced immediately. Yeah. It's been months. I mean, I, I just expect none of it to ever be implemented. I but... hope it's all implemented. I remember liking everything. Yeah. In the meantime, though, you'll be excited to learn that we're hosting another game jam next week. We can't wait to see what projects the J-Mods come, J-Mods come up with this time. However, this does mean that there will be no game update on November 2nd. Make sure to keep your eye on our social media platforms. Check the hashtag OSRSGameJam to see the sorts of things we're working on and perhaps even share some ideas of your own. Kind of confused about this because at the beginning of it, they said that they're going to have a cold fix for the rune pouches, not showing all the runes, then it'd be next week's update. But now there's no update. What's the truth, RuneScape? Well, well there's always an update. Just not. Oh, yeah. Actual, well, okay, never mind. Just like not an actual patch. I tried to make it a thing. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> there are some other smaller changes. Players may now use Traveler pouches on the Divine Rune Pouch rather than having to reobtain the Thread of Alitness after dying in the wilderness. IOS users can now make use of the bond voucher codes added last week's update. The agility skill guide now shows the correct range level required for a bow of Ferdinand. The hard desert diary task requiring a player to kill a locust rider now only completes upon killing a locust rider and will not apply for other beasties killed in the general area. Fixed a bug where wearing the hallowed ring meant that players could ignore all obstacles when at one hit point inside the hallowed sepulcher. This was hot fixed last week, but we want to make sure it was included here. I just learned about that last week. And I was like, should I go to Sepulcher? <laughs> Sounds easy. Yeah, it's funny because they don't mention any like ban policy on any of that, which is kind of crazy because it seemed like people had been abusing that bug for many days. It's like, I don't know which kind of bug abuse would get you banned because if someone told me about that, I wouldn't assume that you'd get banned. Really? I would just be like, oh, it's a little life hack. Literally, yeah. That is, it. well, it completely nullifies all of the difficulties of Hallowed Sepulcher. I don't know. Like, like the only way you would, well, one, it nullifies all of the high scores. If mm -hmm. you had a high score, it was because you were doing this bug. And two, if you're like looking at GP per hour, the best GP per hour is if you're utilizing this bug. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's just, just like straight up, it is in one of the most like crazy abusive bugs. Well, anyway, fix the bug, which allowed players to skip obtaining Silverlight and Quest Speed running worlds. Fixed a bug, allowing people to skip obtaining some required items for the Ernest the Chicken on Quest Speed Running Routes. Next up, they are talking about the fan content policy. Back in July, we published our fan content policy, a document designed to give you confidence about what you can and can't create without permission. And if you remember, it was all annoying. We saw some really positive feedback about this from some of our, from most of our creative communities. But for fan fiction writers, it's clear the policy limitations around word count could impact your creativity. So we updated the relevant section to give fandom wordsmiths a bit more freedom. So now for fanfiction, you can write stories inspired by your adventures in game and share these on non-commercial third-party fanfiction sites like fanfiction.net or archive of our own, provided you do not receive payment do not receive payment for them in return. 
If you intend to write a piece of fanfiction for a commercial site, such as Amazon, for example, for commercial publication in a physical form or as a paid-for commission for publication or commercial use, then you will need to run this bias first. We hope this provides a clear, creative boundary that doesn't limit your personal writing projects with worries over word count. Thanks for your feedback, as always. Yeah, before they had like a word count, which is not how fanfic works. That's how yeah, you ruin a fanfic. That's kind of crazy. By it's being like, like, you can, you have to just like water down your story to make it under a certain amount. Or yeah, you just have to like start using, um, like you know, instead of using like like longer words, mm-hmm. you'll just be like, instead of suspicious, be like, this was kind of sus. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just like I have to make word count. <laughs> Uh, they also have the merch store Halloween. We're launching part two of the Varog pen and keyring collection, but this time with the spooky spin. Yeah, I usually don't like the pins, but the I think the silver light looks cool. The silver light's really pretty. I love it. The silver light pen. They also have a blood of Agrithnar to sport dark light instead. Perhaps you'd like to kill some unsuspecting noobs with a spooky dark wizard pen, or relive the glory days of typing chat text effects out for hours on end with a bank sale pen. Yeah, it says flash to wave bank sale. <laughs> Make sure to look and browse treat yourself as Halloween. No tricks, we promise. And once again, we saw this last time. I love the bottle opener that says Blue Moon in. Like, actually so tempted to buy this bottle opener. Yeah, probably it's not. It's so cute. I don't think I'll actually buy it because we just recently actually bought a bottle opener, which we only use for, like, root beer and Mexican Coke. But, yeah. Too bad we don't drink. Unfortunate. <laughs> but we do have some questions that we can get to. Yes, we do. So, our first question is going to be from over on Instagram from Matt. Construction is my favorite skill. If you were to add a new high-level servant, what would it be? Mine would be the gnome. He can, prov- <laughs> he can serve gnome food and also provide you a gnome glider direct route to the Grand Tree. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, what would you choose? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I just saw this uh question so oh whoops yeah it might take me a second to think about it okay i don't know how this would work i was trying to think what's more extravagant than a demon a baby dragon oh yeah i don't he would just like fly and flap around and then come back and bring you supplies okay and he can't catch you on fire because he's a baby okay and he's wearing a little bow tie maybe a baby you know, like, demon like no a baby dragon a baby dragon yeah okay like you know like dogs at weddings and they have little bow ties sure like a baby dragon wearing a little bow tie you tell I sound insecure telling you about my yeah, idea. Like, this doesn't sound very I don't well know. thought out. I, I liked it. Well, I imagine I'm like, yo, I need some flies. And he's like, Rah. and then he flies around and he picks them up and flies back. Okay. <laughs> I like it. That's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'd probably pick um, something to theme around Tomb of a Basket. I'd probably go with, like, not necessarily a pharaoh, but, like, you know how like pharaohs would get buried with their like assistants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think like that'd be cool, like a like a sandy mummy assistant. Oh wait, I really like that. Not like a shambling kind, but like one that seems very capable. Yeah, and is like looks like a very professional assistant. A mummy wearing a suit. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> All right, I guess that's a little better than a baby dragon. Yeah, that was. Just, I don't know. I liked my idea. Maybe maybe just do a little more thought. I thought about it. I read this before the podcast. I've been thinking about it. I really liked a baby dragon. Yeah, maybe just a little more thought. <laughs> that was so much thought went into that, actually. <laughs> All right. Next up is Harigur from Discord. Would you rather earn money two times as fast, but you cannot use the GE or keep things as they are? So the concept is that anything you gather, get as a drop or get as a reward is automatically for only your account doubled. 
For example, you get two logs every time instead of one, two dragon bones for each dragon killed. You get duplicates for the items from every PK kill or two times the reward from clue scrolls. Personally, I think keep things the way they are because I like selling stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be nice if you're iron though, like double the food, double every supply ever. That'd be dope, but I'm not iron, so I like the GE. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like cool or interesting in concept, but I'd probably just not do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a reasoning for it? <laughs> just because, I mean, it's that's one of those things where it always sounds cool, but then it's like not cool after like a month mm -hmm. because of just the general premise. Like, I would want to add a caveat, which would pretty much just like half all of the drop rates so it essentially would just be the same as it is now because i don't know like i said it's it's cool but the only reason it's cool to get those like certain items is because they're rare i was also thinking some stuff like if you got double like a dragon warhammer and you can't sell in the ge what are you gonna do with that second one yeah i mean like, presumably you could still trade people like your friends but every still. every rare item it would just be but you cannot use a grand exchange so you could still trade uh, like how it used to be without the grand exchange mm -hmm. which i mean i guess would be cool but again there'd just be like i don't know you'd be essentially at that point you'd be trading like um like incredibly rare or what used to be rare items for other what used to be incredibly rare items <laughs> and it's just it would be like they'd be worthless essentially yeah it's a cool idea but i think i'd just keep things how's it how it is right now because imagine like all like the Imagine all the Tebos in the game, and there's just twice as many. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's like I said, it's cool in concept, and it's cool whenever stuff like that happens during like leagues. That's cool, but it's it's a very short lived cool. Yes, um, I also like not related to the Q and A. I actually had like a little bit of announcement of something that I'm planning on doing this week. But even if I don't plan it, literally over like a hundred RuneScape creators are doing this. Oh, cool. So the content creator, Hanani, she makes like YouTube videos. I think she streams sometimes. I've know. mostly only seen her videos. Yeah, I've seen her videos. She's doing a little bit of a charity stream for Rise Above the Disorder. And they work with like mental health. And every $30 raised is an extra therapy session for someone to get for free. And it's just like for mental health, you know, therapy, very good cause. And she's doing a, uh, a hardcore iron competition, basically, where... RuneScape actually gave her three private worlds for this with boosted XP rates. Yeah, definitely boosted XP. So you have one hour to make a hardcore and then there's just going to be a bunch of random events where the last person alive wins a picture of someone's cat. But it's just to raise charity and this is going to be happening, says October 28th, 7 GMT, 5 AM AEST. So that should be at noon. Our time zone, I still need to double check, but uh, yeah, I will, if I'm not doing this on stream, I'll probably just do it off stream, but I think I'm going to be live that night. If not, tons of people are doing this, so go check out a bunch of people's streams, honestly, that are probably going to be doing it. I think, I think Hanani herself is also be streaming, probably go to hers and donate to a good cause. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that should be cool. Definitely I, a good cause. Yeah. And if I end up not doing it, then I will be on other people's streams watching them do it. Yeah. Overall. Pretty good, uh, pretty good idea. Pretty good cause. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you guys come around. If not, it's all good. Yeah, and I should have a donation link. I need to test it out and make sure that it actually works because I haven't posted about this anywhere because I'm like, I'm scared that I like won't end up doing it. But uh, I should test to make sure that works. <laughs> if not, I will just link to someone else's stream that's doing it. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think that is going to be about it this week. Yeah. What are you going to be working on? Uh, <laughs> maybe I am RuneScape? maybe going to be logging on Ooh. for the first time in forever because I'm still getting charged for membership. <laughs> I can see it on my credit card. So um, I might hop on or I'll start to feel sad that I'm spending money on nothing. Um, but besides that, uh, yeah, probably just keep studying in real life, <laughs> not having fun. And then, um, yeah, maybe maybe playing RuneScape. Nice. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna hopefully be doing some more chambers and hopefully like <laughs> get one of those items from Motherload Mine just so I can get one step closer to not going there ever again. <laughs> yeah. I just I like shooting stars more. And I'm closer I'm getting pretty close to Amethyst. So once I get closer to that, I'll just really focus on shooting stars. Because Amethyst is supposed to be way better, right? Uh I mean I've Am- never been to on any account. Amethyst is way better in that it's like decent rates while being incredibly afk mm-hmm. like it's from what I, I didn't know i thought it was afk that's mostly what i care about yeah from what i understand it's like one of the most afk experience gaining methods in the game mm-hmm. it's like similar to the upper level of um of motherload mine but like even more so nice i like this yeah i'm definitely probably gonna switch to that then yeah um but yeah that'd be pretty cool but do you do you have the gloves yet though for the for the mining guild no i have to get that too yeah well that well, one you don't, you don't need them, i was gonna say it, that one i could get amethyst right i don't know so there's mining gloves that you could get from unidentified material in the mining guild i have the first one but i have to get up to expert i only have regular mining gloves yeah i, I don't know if um if you can get it from there i've only done the like the lower level stuff in the mining guild and obviously you get it from all those so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing so yeah i was just trying to work on green logging one thing at a time and i'm pretty sure that's just like under other somewhere so it's not really a priority yeah but yeah um if you guys want to stop by the stream i stream at twitch.tv slash boonbafe oh also like no, no one will <laughs> no one will be able to check it out if i end up doing this but tonight i think i might do my xanet cosplay finally because i don't stream tomorrow so if it stains me green it's okay okay <laughs> uh our twitter is boom osrs our instagram and youtube are both just boom feel free to stop by ask us any questions if you want to be part of our q a tell us about your account just tell us whatever say hello we yeah. appreciate it yeah literally anything. <laughs> stop by and uh hang out or or don't but yeah. uh yeah feel free to join uh, thanks again for listening and we hope you all enjoyed it yep Thanks again, and thanks again. And thank you. And thank you. And thank you. And we'll see you all. And we'll see you all. Thank you. (laughs) Very soon. Very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Meet Merp.